After a less than stellar box office performance, the TriStar Godzilla still had one other place to prove itself, and that was in the sugar cereal-fueled bleary-eyed Saturday mornings of the Fox Entertainment animation block of children's programming. Will the big G find success on the small screen for a smaller audience, or will it flop harder than a kaiju stuck in the Brooklyn Bridge? Find out this week as we delve into the story. This is Kaiju vs. History, Godzilla the Series. Welcome back to Kaiju versus History. This is your friendly robot helper doomed for destruction, Patrick. And joining me is Dr. Tatapo Tatapas. It's Miles Tatapitush. Hey, Miles. Yeah, they keep that joke going, don't they? <laughs> it was so good. Yeah. Well, you know, we got some of the, the actors back. You might as well bring some of the jokes. Uh, I we, guess. <laughs> I is, uh, guess you should. A special episode this week where we're doing a, a small retrospective on the 1998's uh, Godzilla that got its own TV show, a show that I barely remembered existed <laughs> from about 25 years ago. Yeah. Uh, Godzilla the series, indeed, which was on Fox Kids and ran for ran for two years from 98 to 2000. So uh, almost 40 episodes, a couple unaired ones over two seasons and the show came out just five months after the movie on started on September 12th, 1998. Miles, do you have any memories of this show? I remember the action figures coming out. Yeah. My yeah. I was not at all hyped for this. I don't think I watched it at all. It, I may have passed it on a Saturday morning. Uh, you said this was on Fox? Yeah, pretty sure. Interesting. Why? I, I just don't remember it, but at that time, maybe I, I had switched to another Saturday morning because um, it was in the late 90s. I may have done like kids WB because I, I think I moved with Batman. <laughs> <laughs> when, um, so goes Batman. So goes the miles. Well, I mean, the, keep in mind, like at that point, like the the early, early to mid 90s, you had, you know, the Fox network. You had the X-Men cartoon, the Spider-Man cartoon. You had Power Rangers weren't really part of the cartoon block, but I think they still played some ep episodes on Saturday mornings when when all that stuff kind of went away and they didn't have that many animated series anymore. It. Yeah, I, I kind of lost interest because they were just doing a mm -hmm. bunch of different stuff that it, it wasn't as as good to me because it started off in the morning. I can't remember if it was like Eek the Cat. Um, yeah. And and stuff like that. And Thunderless's rule. But so, so by, I, yeah, by this time I had gone elsewhere. Like. Well, so I can I, also tell you that uh, I it, I didn't have it in my notes originally, but at least in the 1999 season, which I think was season two, it had been relegated to 8:30 a.m. on that block, the Saturday morning lineup block. And mm. I don't yeah, think I was I, awake that <laughs> early, uh, but that was it. Came right before Power. Yeah, if it, was, if it was 98. I would have been 15, so I probably wasn't awake at that. I was, did, you, I, I, did you remember watching Power Rangers Lost Galaxy? Because that came I on do. right after. Yeah, I do remember watching some Lost Galaxy. So you'd wake up at 9 a.m. for Power Rangers, but not 8.30 for our man Godzilla? Yeah. I mean, yeah, again, I, I wasn't hyped for this. I did not like the movie when it came out. And, you know, I mean, that's one of the things that, like, 
any any kind of kindness usually comes from either unfamiliarity with the, the franchise beforehand or with just reappraisal, um, which is the case for me. But so, yeah, I, I was not excited. Uh, I remember the action figures when they came out there. Th- we had a lot of action figures for Godzilla in the 90s. We also we also had an unrelated G-Force series of figures that were kind of. Yeah, I thought were kind of in line with what they were doing in the Godzilla novels because they had a G-Force in those. Oh, OK. But yeah, I I never saw this cartoon and it only wasn't until I think when we started this discord, I started getting rumblings of people being like, oh, actually, the cartoon was pretty good. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. did, did you have any any interaction with this show at all? Like I said, I barely remember it, it existed. I remember and we'll talk about it a little bit the Men in Black animated show, which I th- thought was pretty good actually because it, it seemed i think to hue a little closer to the comic books men in black or, I don't think or maybe i never saw that either took some some stories from from that universe i don't remember the toys i don't really remember this cartoon i probably would have been aging out of uh waking up early for for right Saturday exactly. morning cartoons at, around you know 14 or 15 and, and more staying up late with friends on Friday night and sleeping in. Right. And morning. this is even a time where I probably wasn't even watching as much power Rangers because like, yeah, I was, I was staying up late and watching movies and stuff. Waking up at 9 a.m. Wasn't always a priority on a Saturday morning when you're 15. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So yeah, I don't have super fond memories, but like you, I'd heard many a good things saying that the series was much better than the movie, so I was excited to to get to it. And when we started the podcast, I think I watched the first five or six episodes, like in, in kind of like a, a jaunt, and didn't really remember most of the characters from the movie. I guess I remembered like Nick Totopoulos, but the, like so many of the scientists, if not in voice, in character are back, and some mm-hmm. other characters that are, are re recast voice wise. But yeah, not not really any history whatsoever with with this one. Yeah, I guess before we move on, Patrick, is there anything in the title with this one? <laughs> not, not a whole lot. You know, we we already have had a Godzilla animated series, which is just called Godzilla. But this one is known as Godzilla the series, which is a little that, that seems like a, a 90s thing of like, hey, it's not the movie. It's the series, the series. But no, I, I think while while Reed broadcast elsewhere, I think it really just kept that that name from it it did get a japanese dub but the i think it it, it just translated out to godzilla the series in japan as well right <laughs> the, uh, this was released in on vhs and in dvd and in a few different places and it usually carried the episode titles or like the arc title for that but besides that not not a whole lot in the 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 titles section so the- <sighs> From what I recall of of this series, this kind of takes the ideas they had for a sequel and just explores that, if I'm not mistaken. So, yeah, to to a degree, I think, you know, the series was or the sequel movie was going to do basically son of Godzilla or, or daughter right. or whatever it is growing up and having kind of adventures with humans fighting off other monsters. So, you know, I, you can't blame them too much if that was like the plan and, you know, killing off the original Godzilla just meant that the new one would be a more friendly 
kind of centric kind of, version kind of, of happens the in the show era <laughs> yeah yeah i mean that, that's exactly what happens because we get a new godzilla back and that one is you know fighting monsters <laughs> more, yeah more than than humans even though there's still a little bit of of both but yeah the the egg that we saw in the teaser at the end of 1998 tristar godzilla hatches and we see it rapidly grow into a, a full-grown monster dr nick Tatopoulos is back and becomes kind of the surrogate father to this new godzilla and just like the other Godzilla animated series, there's a, a new version of the crew of the Calico, you know, like the, the ship that would go around following Godzilla. And that is Heat, the humanitarian yes. environmental analysis team, which is and, such a dumb name. <laughs> in So I, I watched five episodes. I watched the the first two and then the yep. first, um, first two are like a is it like a two parter? Right. Yeah, it's a two parter. And then the the Monster Wars trilogy. Yes. And that's towards the middle of season one, I think. And that is like a three part, like mega series that has Godzilla fighting a bunch of monsters. And it is where a lot of people say the show really picks up. Yeah, because even fights kind of their adaptation of a mecha Godzilla. Yes. Um, kind of feels very Millennium esque, which is neat. Maybe oh, yeah. this is before the Tokyo SOS and before Kiryu. Yeah. Yeah. So what I thought was a little distracting in at least the first two episodes, because one thing I do like about this series is that it is it does have a continuing arc. Things that happen in prior episodes are referenced. In fact, because I had skipped ahead, I did not realize there was a prior alien invasion attempt. Yeah, those episodes are called like the Leviathan invasion. They're Leviathan aliens, and they they are they are you know come back in this this trilogy of episodes I watched later. But so we have the the reporter girlfriend returning, and also like the scientist who's kind of not sweet on Nick, but certainly hits on Nick in in the <laughs> film. And we have and kind of a, a stand-in character for um what's his name for, John for John Renault's character. Yeah, and at, at one point you're kind of wondering is. Is this a hammerman anime? Yeah, like, Nick. In, Nick in the has very a lot first of... episode, it's like it's like what is going on here? <laughs> Nick does have a lot of of uh, suitors. the The actress that played uh, Audrey for in the movie was replaced uh, by uh, the the voice of um, Paget Brewster, who would go on to you know she she was on Community, the later seasons of Community. Yeah, and, uh, she was friends too, wasn't she? Is it Brewster? Was she? Thanks. So. Uh, yeah, yeah, she, she's Cappy. And uh, Criminal Minds is where I know her from. She was on ah, see, many I've never, I've never watched her Criminal Minds. Minds. Uh, there's a lot of great voice actors that that join on as well. Uh, Joe Pantoliano is takes over as the cameraman, and there's some returning voice actors. Uh, Kevin Dunn played the like the major major Hicks mm-hmm. in the movie is back for the show. Um, the voice of SpongeBob SquarePants is the robot Nigel. I thought that was very fun. <laughs> and our Nick Tatopoulos, Matthew Broderick, believe it or not, didn't want to do the cartoon after maybe the reception of Shocker. The, the film. And that was taken over by Ian Ziering, who was on 90210. I, f- I forget. Yeah. Yes. Beverly Hills 90210. But I just saw this most recently. He was Blue Devil in the Swamp Thing Swamp series. Thing series. Yeah. I should probably watch that show at some point. <laughs> Even though we only got one season. But yeah, the voice acting's pretty good. What do you think about the animation? How, how are you? I'm really hit or miss. It's that era of late 90s animation where 
things everything's gross looking <laughs> yeah the style is a little weird it's also they're, they're using an uh, animation that's rely more on computers almost flash style than like proper animation not that they didn't use it but like there's just there seems to be a lot more shortcuts and it just it has a style that i just dislike and this pops up it works in some shows like there are other shows that like had a version of this kind of style like the real adventures of johnny quest that i really enjoyed mm-hmm. but for whatever reason, yeah, the animation style in this just, I feel like I'm watching a Flash cartoon half the time. It is, like I said, it, it is good for some series I think are supposed to look kind of dark and dingy. I don't know why why this one has to, but the the same animation studio, Dong Wu Animation, did, like I said, the Men in Black cartoon, the adaptation from the movie, like mm-hmm. almost at the same time, like 97 or 98. And I never saw that either. I kind of enjoyed it for that. And I mean, I didn't watch a, a ton of episodes. They did do what else I looked up the extreme Ghostbusters. I think that's the. Oh, yeah, I did. I did like that one. Yeah. So that that's kind of the the style that they have, which is, you know, the characters, I, I think, are. I don't know. It's supposed to have that kind of cool '90s, kind of sort of edgy look to it, and and it does. It doesn't certainly work with this cartoon. And I mean, a a massive problem that I have with the '98 film remains in this is I don't like how Godzilla looks. Like I just don't like that design associated with that name. And I I think it looks better in animated form than it does on the absolutely does. I mean, that's not saying much. (laughs) It also helps that they utilize the the Toho Japanese roar several times. I appreciate that. Yeah. But yeah, the the animation style is okay. It it feels like it's trying to look like an edgy Hanna-Barbera cartoon. Yeah. The the series was developed by Jeff Klein and Richard Rainis who worked with Dongwu Animation and also the production companies of Adelaide Productions and Centropolis Entertainment, which is the production studio for Roland Emmerich and Dean Devlin, who were executive producers alongside Rainus. So the, the folks from the movie had a say in the show, and I mean th- these must have been planned out pretty far in advance. So who knows? Like Maybe if the movies had continued on, this would have been somewhat canon. You know, these characters that it's not like, they yeah, I definitely get the, the, get the fact that this would have been like, this is what happened in the in-between time. Yeah, maybe. And then like the, the next movie starts with the the next Godzilla already like fully grown, you know, but yeah, I, I don't know if they were necessarily going for alien invasions in, in this series. <laughs> but yeah, like I said, I think Godzilla works a little bit more here. I think him being kind of friendly to to humans works a little bit better and i mean it's honestly something they should have done in the 1998 movie you know but the the monster does still have some problems where it's like it's super fast and it it ruins some of the scale of him like in the intro mm-hmm. and i think in the 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 series as itself like he scales the empire state building right and just kind of like perches on top of it where it's like how heavy is Godzilla? Like, how is he not just toppling buildings? By right. Yeah. Climbing up them doesn't, doesn't do any damage. So the premise of him, like fighting other, what they keep calling mutations, these other mm-hmm. creatures that pop up uh, is pretty cool. Like some, some of the creatures that, especially in the first episode they come up with are pretty gnarly. Like, Oh, it's this, this tar or ink that it works as a, a digestive 
for the creature. It's supposed to digest its food before it eats it. And I thought stuff like that, putting that in a, in a, in a certainly a kid's cartoon like this at the time was pretty neat. I, I enjoyed a lot of that. I, I like how it does take a kind of sophisticated attempt at doing a show like this. Where where it kind of fails for me is they kind of keep Godzilla as a idiot, like a mindless animal. Like it's it's not even like there's several times where Godzilla doesn't even seem, at least in the episodes I watched, like dog like in intelligence. Yeah, or you know, at, at the very least, uh, a childlike, because he's only a couple of years old. I mm-hmm. think. I know, I know, I know. He's like you know supposed to be a youngin, but like, it, well, that, I mean, that's the problem with this Godzilla in general is it's not the character Godzilla that we know. It is a monster called Godzilla. Yeah, I mean, and they, uh, and they keep that for better or for worse because it is an instinctual creature. They keep that idea that it's an animal, uh, even like halfway through the first season, like Godzilla. These aliens basically use the remains of the movie Godzilla, create kind of a cyber Godzilla. Godzilla. Yeah, so metal. Yeah. And Nick says, I'm his adopted father. Like (laughs) when he likes like picks up Godzilla's scent, like the old Godzilla scent, like he's kind of switching sides. And I'm like, okay, so this creature has no real it's it's flat out just an animal. (laughs) And and that to me is a little bit of a bummer. I, I really wish they I know that there are certain episodes that kind of go against that as well. But I, I do dislike the fact that, like, we're keeping this like Godzilla is not a character. And yeah. and that bums me out still. Yeah, I mean, pr- pretty close, like I said, to the the animated Godzilla, at least in, in that respect. You know, it's it's more about the team going on adventures and using Godzilla as kind of a cudgel <laughs> to fight these yeah, other but at monsters. Least, at least you had Godzuki. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's that's so much character. You love Godzuki. I love I love Godzuki. <laughs> I, want, I, want little, I want a little like dog size Godzilla floating around following me. <laughs> yeah, we're not getting God dog size, but we are getting potentially we're, we're definitely getting uh baby King Kong in the next King uh, Godzilla versus, or Godzilla X Kong movie. And then if the rumors are true, also some kind of like smaller lizard monster, if not a baby Godzilla, something oh, something boy. in the works. <laughs> But yeah, there's a lot of monsters in this show. Just about it's it's kind of monster of the week. There are some returning ones, but usually it's just a single monster, and they range from you know classic monsters. He fights a yeti, the Loch Ness monster, Quetzalcoatl, some like classic monsters, but also just mutated versions of like any animal or or not animal, any any insect or like small rodent. And then just he- made huge. So there's like shrew- a shrew, a rat, a bat, an armadillo, <laughs> tons of little critters, and then spiders, scorpions, centipedes, beetles, basically anything you think of that it's like, oh, man, it's such a small animal. What if it was big? <laughs> right. Doesn't find anything cool like, you know, and and also large normally like giant tiger or elephants it's usually just smaller creatures made made mutant and large but yeah the, probably the most famous from the show i would say is is cyber godzilla which is like we said it's it's pretty far in advance of kiryu which is using the same plot element of a dead godzilla being kind of reanimated right so th- those episodes were great and also kind of you know almost a mecha godzilla not really <laughs> Yeah, I mean, it, it's at first I was like, oh, I was super excited about this idea of like, oh, cool, Cyborg Godzilla. This is at least our 
our attempt at our first attempt at a mecha Godzilla. Mm-hmm. And then I forgot, like, oh yeah, I don't like this Godzilla design. And so like, even though on paper, oh, this is sick. And I mean, he does look kind of cool when he's yeah, got, it's got like a bunch stuff. of cyborg augmentations and things, the aliens implanted but and it's but you can a still version of that Godzilla. <laughs> yeah, you can still very much see it's the Godzilla under underneath. Yeah, so fans are pretty positive on the show. This has a fan base within the Godzilla community, within the Kaiju community, as you know, there just really aren't that many animated series out there for for Godzilla. But, you know, people do point out this is so much closer hewn to your Showa era monster. movie. Absolutely. I, um, I definitely get that vibe from it. It, it is all about the verses. It re- returns Godzilla to, you know, he gets his atomic breath back. He, he gets a lot of his, you know, kind of heightened toughness. So, you know, he's not getting killed by <laughs> weapons fire and, and things along that style. And like you said, his his roar and things kind of got changed for this. And yeah, just so many of these plots with alien invasions and undersea kind of ruins. And, you know, there, there's tons of story elements that I just didn't get from the vibe of the, the movie that are, are represented here. And yeah, yeah. Eventually we get to the, what was the three part episodes? Monster called? Wars. The Monster Wars. I mean, it's basically destroy all monsters in like this universe. He has to go up against a whole bunch of monsters there's some and, that, and there were monsters that he had previously fought too yeah so it's like a, a return of some of these you know now serious classics they they originally did want to do actual riffs on some of the showa monsters your angiris your manda things like that and some of those monster designs are in the the intro to the show like the mm-hmm. the song intro at the very end godzilla is like on top of the building and and a few monsters including one that could be kind of manda like it's kind of like sea serpent-esque rise up out of the water and maybe like a more kamanga inspired spider monster that i don't actually think makes it onto the show so like that's that's where they're going that was some of their ideas in in making this is i, I definitely think make it more of a you know spectacle with the the fight with Godzilla being kind of like the key part of of each episode, I, I mean they they succeed I think in what they were trying to achieve, but I don't think this mo- TV series has that large of a lasting impact, and I definitely don't think it saved the legacy of the 1998 Godzilla because I mean people still talk about how bad that movie is and and not <laughs> well like I mean part, part of it was I think a lot of people were like you know me where it's like I uh, didn't care for the movie not gonna watch the show um and mm-hmm. it didn't it didn't stick around for a super long time so you know even if there was some positive buzz about it it did not happen till long after that show was gone mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I think there was still a lot of you know ruffled feathers from the 98 film that when the show came out, it was kind of more to indifference than anything else. You, you mentioned there were some toys created from, I, I think only like one series of, of toys. Yeah. Th- this did have a tie in with children's competitor, Chuck E. Cheese, the, the now defunct discovery zone, <laughs> which apparently was like a, a laser oh, yeah. tag tie in with the, the animated I remember series that had a couple of video game adaptations on the game boy color, which I watched for research a a playthrough of one of them as a as a former gamestop employee i i definitely remember that game coming out and and being, then a lot of copies being sold back we 
So by the time I joined and oh, they were starting to phase out some of the Game Boy color mm-hmm. kind of stuff, but they still had and and sold a lot of it. And yeah, we had plenty of Godzilla the series. So bad. It, the the playthrough that I watched was about 38 minutes and it is basically the equivalent of like a tiger handheld kind of game. So you are the Godzilla is static on one side of the screen and the military and monsters come in either like high, medium or low. And you have to like duck <laughs> tail swipe or like jump. I think maybe was an option. And then like you have a directed, you know, fire beam and it's, I mean, just take a look at it. it it's, it's the most BS kind of rush looking game. It does have some cutscenes with characters from, from the show, you know? Yeah. I I've watched a couple uh minutes of it. It is, dreadfully boring yeah i don't recommend ever looking at it even for the craziest of godzilla the series fans i only watched godzilla the series monster wars which was a 2000 release so right right when the show was coming to an end the initial the series game is pretty rough and from what i've seen it's the exact same game like they made two of the exact same game and i'm just like how like it reminds me of playing the, the Statue of Liberty lap episodes or levels from the Ghostbusters Nintendo game mm-hmm. from the second one, which were notoriously irritating. Such a, this, such a bummer. You know, we, we yeah. still haven't gotten really good Godzilla video games at this point in like 1999. No, I mean, you have. Yeah, because Super Godzilla is honestly not that good of a game. Yeah. The NES game's fine. But it's not great, game. but it's it's fine. But I mean, you, we are not too long away from getting the first the destroy all monsters melee. melee. So right, right. Yeah, is that a Wii or no? Not a, uh, a GameCube. 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 Yeah, that that one's gotten good reviews. Well, yeah, it's uh, a good game. I, I'm <laughs> I'm a huge fan of it. We're we're here to talk about Godzilla the series. I, I don't have much to say. You know, we don't really score these the same as as movies, but but you uh, felt like doing it this time anyway. <laughs> well, we, we we give usually one score and I broke it down into three just to see kind of how I felt. And I feel like this is better than the movie. If you're looking for something that keeps Godzilla's total legacy kind of intact. I know you <laughs> you thought the the movie was a very important evocative, but in general, mm-hmm. I, my score mm-hmm. for the series averaged to about a seven. I think if you are a fan of the movie, this show is great for you and if you are looking for something kind of you know for kids and, and more showa related this is great i just wasn't i i didn't enjoy my time watching the episodes i had it in the background while i was doing some work and it never really grabbed my attention i think part of it is you know i just didn't like the characters from the movie and they brought uh, there's yeah. like one new character in oh yeah the hacker kid yeah yeah I'm trying to remember his name i don't Rand- randy yeah, sure. Why not? Randy Hernandez. He's kind of, you know, like the the cool hipper character of this. He gave, he this gave big Randy team. energy, didn't he? Yeah, <laughs> like he's fine as an addition. The the robot Nigel was is kind of fun. Like like it's a some he he's basically the Kenny of the show where he got destroyed in like every yeah. episode that they very specifically like almost all cartoons at the time said you can't show anyone dying on screen like ever. So or you can't even mention that someone has died like off screen. 
So they destroyed the robot every single episode to show like, oh, my gosh, the people could be in danger. Yeah. Uh, but I, I, I mean, at the same time, like Batman, the animated series was showing people with like rigor mortis, you know, like from Joker Venom and some really right. dark <laughs> stuff. And the show can't even get away with showing a building collapse on people. Uh, what, what about you? Did you, did you have a, a kind of general score of, of what you thought? Um, I mean, I feel like giving it a seven, but honestly, I think I'm gonna go with a six because I'm I'm like you. I didn't I didn't hate my time, but I didn't also necessarily enjoy it. I don't like the animation style. It seems like there's yeah. a lot there's a lot of cost cutting there. I do enjoy that. Yes, it's closer to the kind of what I would want to see: Godzilla fighting other monsters. It's got that kind of Hanna Barbera, like the old school, like your 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 Scooby Doo or your Johnny Quest. Or, or something of that ilk where you're like, you've got a different mission every week, so you're fighting a different monster. I wish some of the monsters were a little more interesting looking, but they some of them do have some pretty cool powers. Um, Godzilla not being a character is a huge, huge mark off for me. I mean, if you're a fan of, of kaiju stuff and Godzilla and even marginally okay with the 98 movie, I think I think it's worth checking it out. Heck, you can, there's plenty of services and youtube um where you can watch some episodes they're not going to blow you away they're not going to ruin your day either i I, like you i had them on while i was doing other things because they do kind of i will say for a 20 minute show it does kind of feel sluggish (laughs) yeah yeah like i i compared compared to watching a 50 episode of monarch right now which seems to take zero time at all I really wish they were longer. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like literally th- this week's when I, as, as recording was 50 minutes long. And I felt like I had just started it. I was like, wait, wait, that, that, that's it. <laughs> Whereas yeah, this 21 minute show is like, uh, I'm checking my watch. <laughs> once, uh, once we get caught up on all the movies, we'll do a, a special episode where we kind of rank all the Kaiju TV shows and that we'll, we'll kind of put them in their place. But yeah, this one's, I mean, it's above, I think the Godzilla animated series for me, I think I would rather watch know. this, but not I, by, I, yeah, I, not I by disagree. much. I would, uh, ra- I, I, I see. I also love that, that hand of old hand style. And like, there is something comforting, comforting to me about seeing some of those yeah, shows. You're actually, even if, even if I was right. watching the original, not the, not the adult swim, the original C lab 2020, I'm just, there's something about that that just is cozy to me. The some some of the characters show up in our our good friend Godzilla singular point as like plushies, I think, mm-hmm. in, like a Easter egg kind of in the back alongside God, a Godzuki plushie at one point, but not else, much else in the way of legacy for this game. So, yeah, like a six out of ten. If you were looking for recommendations from us, it's you can find a lot of them on YouTube. Yeah, I think they're um, OK. Rips, not the best, but they're OK. I guess Disney owns this now. Maybe. I don't know. Rights wise. Bully <laughs> for them. <laughs> Fox show. I don't know where else you can find this, but uh, yeah, that's, that's going to do it for this episode. Uh, you can reach us online at Kaiju versus history at gmail.com on your social medias at Kaiju versus history. Check out our letterbox account. See all of our reviews of movies. You know, this will probably show up as like a three star on the hair, yep. uh, but wherever you listen to podcasts, Tell other people about us by commenting or rating us, reviewing all that good stuff and share it with your friends. Miles, what are what are we doing next week? <laughs> we're, we're, we're getting close to the end of the 90s, right? <laughs> yeah. So thank you, Patrick. And thank you, listeners. 
and we're going to catch you next time when we close out the Mothra trilogy with a large, epoch-spanning mystical adventure with the old chestnut of pulling out a well-known foe in order to excite people for a brand new Mothra movie. So please return with us next week for another 1998 film. That's right. Tune in next week for History versus Rebirth of Mothra 3.